Hey, uh, Lolo here. Um, I just wanted to let you all know that um, due to some technical difficulties we had recording this episode, uh, it might sound a little funky uh, just because we had a whole lot of technical issues and I had to use a backup recording, which uh, didn't seem to record at the highest quality, but it should be uh, definitely listenable. But uh, it might sound just a smidge weird. Also, I got a new microphone, which you're probably hearing right now, and I'm still tuning it, but I think I got it mostly good now. So on we go. This week on Media Delta, Slayers Part 2. Conclusion, will Slayers reach Mastercraft? Well, listen and find out. Hello and welcome to another episode of Media Delta. Um, we are continuing off where we left off uh, two weeks ago um, because we were talking about the Slayers, uh, particularly season one of the Slayers, which is just called the Slayers. Um, we watched the, in the first half, we watched the odd episode so that we didn't like have to cram a whole bunch in a short period of time. This time we're doing the same with the second half, except we're doing even episodes instead. Uh, so just kind of get you clarified. Uh, if you have not listened to the first episode of us talking about slurs, probably should do that before you do this, listen to this one, uh, because we're going to be talking about stuff that doesn't make sense if you have not seen the first half. That being said, um, yeah. Um, I was not the only one to watch this, uh, so please introduce yourselves. Bang! Axe returns for more opinions. I, who stand bathed in the heavenly lights, it's Donut. Hi, I'm Norman Rafferty, and justice will prevail. Hi, I'm Torpid Typus, and I'm here for trash new characters. Trash. Yeah, um, so we're just gonna, gonna kind of go, because we, we spoke a lot on the first episode about how much we kind of enjoyed this and kind of what our thoughts on basically the general plot uh, or the general, you know, feeling and tone of the Slayers. So we're just going to kind of feel what our closing thoughts are on this first season. Um, so, um, Axe, what did you think about this first season of Slayers? So, um, as I said in the, uh, the last episode, uh, I kind of went into this going with a uh, I, I didn't have high expectations going in. It's, it's an old anime, um, and for me, anime is kind of hit and miss. Um, so this this didn't have a whole lot to live up to, and I feel like it succeeded that in, in a lot of ways, uh, despite some some misgivings, uh, particularly with uh, the voice cast uh, being very spotty. Um, the uh, <clears throat> I have enjoyed I enjoyed the uh, the characters a lot. Um enjoyed the plots. The the plots for the most part were, were interesting. I particularly enjoyed the uh the acting episode. I, I kinda thought that was that, that was a lot funnier than I thought it was gonna be. Um but uh it's it's interesting, uh they, they how they uh they uh yeah. Yeah. So uh kind of reiterating points previously uh you know the the animation is actually pretty good uh throughout thre it's a it's consistent throughout the whole season which we didn't get from uh pirates of dark water um for the obvious reasons um and there's there's the the funny thing that i noticed about the entire series as a whole is the the villains aren't all that threatening they they're kind of soft they they don't really, they don't really exist other than to just kind of further the plot. Really, um, I know that uh, Rezo's uh, original goal was to get his eyesight back so he could uh, fight the uh, Shabadabadoo, the Demon Lord. Mm. Uh, I was, I'm sorry, I was talking so long I thought everybody like crapped out on me for a second there. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> yeah. So just to. Just to point out, for just a little bit behind the curtain, we're having a hell of a night of tech issues, so... I thought that I, like... Because <laughs> I have spotty internet to begin with, so sometimes no, I'll you're, just you're cut good. it out. Okay. Yep, we're, we're good. Because <laughs> I also worried. was slightly worried. It's like, oh shit, did I... Am I talking to myself? And, but... and yeah, like like Rezo originally even had like this whole ritual set up to actually defeat... Shibble Dibble, who is, I might add, more like a force of nature than an actual villain. Yeah, like even Shabernigdo, uh, isn't threatening, and he's supposed you got to. Got like, it. You said his name. <laughs> I did. 
even 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 he's not that threatening even though he's supposed to be like the the villain um it's just everybody just kind of seems to be their plot reasons and nobody really does much uh the voice acting is still hit and miss i mean uh lena's voice actress is still fantastic um gallery is brock that's that's just that's who that character is that's that voice actor doing the brock voice blonde brock um big hembo energy just very dumb just like super dumb dumb but a heart of gold Pure it's, it's great because as the as the series goes on, you kind of see both uh, Gowry and Amelia sort of take on characteristics of Lena, and mm -hmm. just like her gremlin energy is so pure, it just starts rubbing off on everybody around her. <laughs> like uh, in one of the first episodes, you see her and Gowry fighting over a chicken, a cooked chicken. Uh, Amelia starts to kind of think a lot more like like Lena. As as the series goes on, and even gets mentioned at one point. God, uh, it's Ooh. it's really good though because the 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 chicken situation was also literally entirely Amelia's fault because Amelia's a hot fucking mess. Yeah, and she the... she jumps off a cliff to to beat some bandits and ends up breaking all the food. Broke uh, yeah. all the food. And a note on that: there's some instances in animation where, like, um, you know, previously, obviously, they looked like themselves, but. Like, when Lena gets real, like, super gremlin energy, and she gets those, like, dark outlines and, like, scary face, you'll start to see, like, Gallery do the same thing in situations. And you're like, oh, shit. I see where this is going. Everybody's just feeding off of energy, and it's, it's wonderful. Uh, it, also, another thing I will say about the animation is I still disagree that it's it's great. Like, I have... I have seen a number of issues and oh, errors. Yeah. One of my favorite is the time the light from Gowrie's sword tries to escape it. It tried so hard to leave the blade. It's like it's like you were saying. I don't know if it's something with, you know, the transition from being so old to now, but like audio dip outs, animation frames dropped. It it gets weird. Okay. It, the one thing I do want to, because I I forgot to, I was gonna go check. Um, the one thing I will say. Um, and I think this is a Funimation's fault because it is Funimation's we were, fault. Yeah, some we, of those recordings are scuffed as hell. Yeah, lost like, the time, man. Like sub VHS quality recording on that. It was one in particular that was really bad about it, but yeah, it was it was pretty scuffed. Mm -hmm. So I mean, it's 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 a worn it's worn it's it's yeah. old anime. And yeah, it's, got it. it's, it's a worn right right. So, I, I, I like like it's one of those things like it's an old anime but also probably their archives weren't amazingly kept because they never thought they need to put it on a fucking internet right yeah but i mean in spite of all of that in spite of because uh, you know it, it's I, I didn't i don't recall saying it was great i don't think i did we can always rewind the tapes and don't <laughs> <that, but>, uh <laughs> but i'll say it ain't no charge man it's, it's yeah it's, it's better than i expected is basically what I'm getting at. A lot, all of, yeah. all of, all of, all of Slayers is better than what I was expecting, and that wasn't a Same. very high bar to clear, but it still, you know, was pl a pleasant surprise for me. Like okay. I, I, I remember in the previous episode, I mentioned that I, I kind of wish we hadn't done the evens thing and would have uh, just watched them in order, but you know. That speaks to how good the show is, is. That in spite of its its own issues, it's it's very watchable and watchable enough that you you want to you want to see the whole thing. Right, and I'm glad you say that. That's like perfect for me to jump off on because that's really what I took away from all this. Is I went in expecting nothing, and I came out of, like just loving Lena, loving the show, loving the direction it went. And I'm just really impressed with how well it's aged and to just see where all these tropes came from. You know, just the root of it all. It's like I look at Gallery and I go back to Tales of Destiny. I'm like, that's done. That's, they literally just ripped off Gallery, and that's fine. It also it's... helps that they are taking the piss on a lot of those, like, common tropes. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of good fourth wall breaking moments. Like, um, help me remember um, Chimera Boy when he's it's like, yeah, honest. listen... Yeah, Zogadis. When at one point he's like, "No, no, no, this is this is what's supposed to happen. We just need to keep on moving on with the episode." Shut up, Amelia. Yeah, literally. Or I forget that. 
<laughs> yeah, like literally saying, yeah, we can, like, Lena's going to be okay. It's the, That's just how the episode flows. <laughs> like, she's the main character. She's not going to die, dog. It's okay. Plot armor. <laughs> but, but also, it's like, there was also, not, like, not just with Lena, but with Sylphiel, the new character, both of them fucking have an existential crisis when they see uh, Amelia's dad. Mm-hmm. Which is fair, which is fair. You would not expect that man to be a prince, but he yeah, is. Yeah, no, I, I deeply appreciate something actually showing nobility is not pretty. Mm-hmm. Realistic. Nobility was uh, notably not pretty. Uh, inbred as shit. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you about the Hapsburg jaw. Family tree is just a straight line going up. <laughs> but yeah, I'm just, um, I'm very impressed with the quality of this anime in this day and age. It's like, I'm kind of with I'm kind of with Axe on the fact that it's like a lot of anime are hiddenness with me. It, it, though I consume a lot of anime via like games and you know media in general, there's it's really rare for me to like just sit down and watch an anime. I think the last one I sat down and watched in full was Carol and Tuesday, which was Fantastic basically anime. so good. Which you know that's Watanabe. So also in spite of its misgivings, which mm -hmm. we could do an entire episode on. True, true, true. <laughs> But yeah, with um with Slayers and you know all the changes were really great. The voice changes were great for Rizzo for Zelgadas. It really improved the quality. But what really my big takeaway from it is I didn't expect to come out thinking Lena was the baddest bitch of all time. Like that's just her title. That's just who she is, and I appreciate that, and I stand for her. Well, second, we haven't met her sister yet. Even you if her sister comes in. Luna. Even if she came in, I'd be like, listen, Luna, I get that you're scary and bad, but, like, this is my homie. This is my home slice. I've got, oh, like, Matt Sailor Moon love slice? for her now. Holy home shit. slice. Lena would Holy be shit. a pure home slice. Would <laughs> hang out. Slice. Would chill. She's proved it through all these episodes, and that's that's highest regard. I haven't heard that since the fucking 90s. Up, well, I mean, it is, it, is, it is the Slayer, so it, it's fitting. Exactly. But, yeah, uh... Back. I, I, yeah, it, it's 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 good. Uh, I, I fuck. I forgot what I was gonna say your fucking donut boomer shit. <laughs> but uh, yeah, awesome sauce. It was real awesome sauce, guys. Maybe, Listen, that's two thousands. I'm a ninety one baby. Let's. It was. Let's it respect. Was sick as hell. It was. It's it was it's, it's, it's all good. It was red. Totally tubular. Yes. I would buy pogs with Lena's face on it. <laughs> See. I mm, I, I hate the fact of modern modern usage of that word just put a different image in my head. Yeah, just collect. <laughs> oh no! Oh god! <laughs> I collected poggers when I was a kid. Uh, you were ultimate pog champ. I love pog champ, Lena. Though. Is she not? I'll accept that word if it. God, if fucking it means we're pog champ Lena. shit. <laughs> so often, just like instills this flight fight or flight instinct in me, and I don't right. Know why. Yeah, I'm kind of uh, hard-pressed to say anything about this anime that doesn't make me feel really, really old. <laughs> Just join in. At, at this point, yeah. you're fucking turning to dust. So. It's true. It, it, it's definitely from the paint and, uh, the, the practical paint and trace era, where you know, oh, it's color correction. It's before um, puppeteering. So it's like the, it's for the modern era, where everybody uh, has the exact same face, but, you know, the doll and the lace outfits. Uh, and... Um, and I, um, I think it was Axe who pointed out, like, there's actual direction going on here where, yeah, you, meant, you mentioned that, like, after a while, they'll start to make Gallery and Lena start to make the same faces and the sort of same expressions. So, yeah, they're actually, there's character building. There's a lot of care that went into presenting this show. It, it's not like one of those dead-eyed, you know, anime shows, uh, you know, where they're just padding out episodes are going through the motions there's a lot of love in in slayers mm -hmm. and the bar stays high consistently throughout the first three like series it really does it's like um lola you kept saying that it reminded you of like the quality was like turbo graphics yeah that was, yeah that was and i feel the same way like it's it's like there's so many high points that like all the little lows the any audio issues, maybe a flat voice every now and then. So, what's her name? What's Purple Girl with her weird, wispy voice? Sylphiel. Yeah, she sounds like Amy in Sailor Moon Bridge. And it's her weird. deliveries are <laughs> fucking terrible. No, yeah. no way. Lena, don't get shot. 
That oh, no, her voice in particular is what really, <laughs> really put the Turbo Graphics comparison in my head because it sounded oh, like yes. that level. It's the weird level of like, okay, you have some competent people in there, but then you have some maybe not as seasoned actors trying to find a charitable way to phrase it. Um, uh, yeah, I do. I do want to add on to what Rafferty said though. Is like. So this is coming from my knowledge of having seen the rest of the the animes. In the series as a whole, does a lot of really good work with like the main characters growing and rubbing off on each other, particularly Lena and Gowrie over the course of the series, and it's really good. I really a lot like of it's Lena pretty Gowrie. subtle, but it, it, it's very well done. But yeah, I mean, after coming from uh, a lot of boys anime like Yu Yu Hakusho and uh, Tenchi Muyo. And a lot of other ones, where you see a lot of those shows where there's some sort of boy character and uh, or some hero, and everyone talks about how it's important that they prevail. Slayers look the opposite of that, where these are the heroes, and they just show up, and they declare themselves the good guys, and sometimes they make stuff worse. Usually they make stuff better. Everything is kind of comical, and the stakes aren't that high. Like you mentioned, the villains aren't, you know, so reprehensible that... Uh, it ruins the comedic tone. It's like, they're bad guys, but you know, like, good old Rizzo just wanted his sight back. He didn't know it was going to unleash untold evil. Jabbering yeah, no. and then then Rezo too just wanted to prove that he wasn't just a clone. <laughs> right. So, so so they've got motivations you can get by. So, so there's not a lot of that destiny, fate, Campbellian entitlement. It's like, like it's got a very positive message, and that stays through the whole thing. Justice will prevail, and and I love that. So right. the other thing too is uh, just jumping off of what you said. Like a lot of fucking main characters and a lot of like fantasy stuff, isekai, whatever. The main characters have zero personality whatsoever because they're meant to be like a self insert, and then they have all these girls with a single personality trait. Mm -hmm. This cast has none of that. They're all like a lot better written and fleshed out. And also the other thing, too, is it's, like, they're not just good for the sake of good. Like, in Lena's case, it's she's good to make, to get, so she can get money. But also, she saves the world because she doesn't want it gone, not because it's for the greater good. Because money would be gone. Exactly. Yeah. Like, she just doesn't want to die. It's, it's actually very I'm not, simple. I'm not sure. I, I think both of those are true. I think there's the, I mean, going back to the previous season with this episode in the bar where everybody thinks that she's selling them out, but she decides to come along with them anyway to go fight uh, yeah, Rezo. because it'd be the shitty thing to do. Yeah. Right. So, 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 yeah. So they are drawn with a broad brush, but, but like I said, uh, uh, it, it's made clear that they're good guys. Yeah, and they always do right by their own, too. She yeah, reminds just, me. Despite a lot of the... Oh, no, go ahead. Oh, no, my bad. Um, I was just saying, just uh, to back, just with the character growth, I love how it adheres to this, like, classic four-party JRPG trope. And with Lena, it's... I know I've said it a million times, but she reminds me a lot of, um, specifically, like, the biggest, baddest of mages in, like, Tales, like, old Jay Curtis, where he's got his own shit going on. You know he's got his own shit going on. You know he could kill you in a moment, but, like, he's chill, and he's gonna help you, and he's not gonna screw you over. And that just makes the entire adventure... It's more about watching them grow than whatever's going on. Like... Screw Shepardigdo. Who cares about what's going on with him? But watching Lena grow and everybody grow around her, it's just... It's so fun to watch. And the characters play off of each other really nicely. Uh, bringing up again the fact that, you know, over the, the course of the series, they each take on uh, personality traits of the other and, and just sort of rub off on each other. And, you know, it, it, I don't... I In fact, in a lot of stuff that I've seen from that era you, you don't really get that uh, very often it's a lot a lot of one note kind of stuff um bringing up yu yu hakusho or not yu yu hakusho uh, tenchi muyo uh, actually actually like yeah tenchi muyo i actually like yu yu hakusho i don't know why why i got those two mixed up they're both boring. It's, it's whatever. I like Yu Yu Hakusho <laughs> for just being super dumb, but yeah, I only like certain live action, man. Yeah, look forward to the live action. Yeah, no, series. I think uh, I would also agree. But Yu Yu Hakusho also did a tournament arc. Slayers does not do a tournament arc. Thank God. Yeah, I, I hate I don't tournament need another, arcs. I don't need. I don't need another tournament. Uh, DBZ 
filled me up to to completion on tournament arcs. I don't need them in anything else Man, ever again. It's it's a completely different show, but now I just remembered that Dragon Half had two episodes, one of which was a tournament arc. I don't know uh, how you get a tournament arc in a two episode anime. Jeez, this uh, one you just have no ideas. Yeah, so that's the other thing too is like all these these sort of episodes just serve to like expand on the world and all that in like meaningful ways. And I will say the world gets a lot more interesting uh, in terms of like background and things that go on in the later seasons as they they're able to expand upon it more. Whereas at the moment it seems fairly standard. Yeah, I feel you on that. It feels like um, it feels like it's got like the depth of like One Piece in terms of like world building. If they really wanted to like go that route, it goes a lot more in depth. There's there's definitely hints of it here in this first season, but like later seasons definitely get well, a lot harder. Into it. Like I would interject. Like I think a, a problem is that world building, like in anime and, and well everything right now, often lore is considered so incredibly important. And what makes Slayers so much fun to watch is that you get the impression that the writers know what they want the story to be about, but the lore doesn't get in the way of the story. The story mm, yeah. is about characters. Exactly. And so characters show up and characters do things and they stay driven to that. There's not a lot of, uh, of huge expo dumps. And also one of the great things is one of the parts of the humor is there's so many bottle episodes where Lena shows up, doesn't know what's going on, uh, and then does something stupid, like like I forget was the was the blowing up the mountain one in the second or the first? <laughs> Might be both, honestly. First. Well, I just remember yeah. she shows up and, she, and the people are sad they have to keep crossing this mountain, so she blows it up. And oh no, this was an entire graveyard of horrible ghosts. You've released all of them. <laughs> what were you thinking? And that's that like typical of, of these kinds of stories. Of like we, you know we learned something about the lore and we got a big episode out of that oh yeah no no like so when i say it expands upon the world it's not like it just does it for the sake of doing it. it's always relevant to what's going on in the plot at hand but i do think it gets it's, it gets more interesting as it sort of fleshes itself out uh, as things go on but uh yeah yeah i really like this show i'm going to probably play tales immediately after this recording the same way i've done every time we've watched layers Finally, Donut's turn is over, and it's time for, for D-Dex. <laughs> I was going to say, dude, I think we, we've at this point just kind of swapped. We just kind of all took our turns at once. So, I, yeah, I was going to say, I do want to talk about the elephant in the room, though, and that's Sylphiel, who fucking sucks so sucks. bad. Rafferty, your voice has changed. <laughs> You're starting to sound more slimy. Yeah, right. I tried to slide. I tried to like well, sing in the Rafferty's part real smooth. I thought smooth, it was Torpid but... who hates everything. Torpid hates everything. <laughs> I love this show. Uh, and I do too. Madness. Uh, I just Marty. dislike Silphiel, who sucks. Because she bad. sucks. She sucks. Like the time it's she okay. Got me, almost killed. It's like the video says it's okay to not be good sometimes, girl. You can't be good all the time. And that's her. That's that's Silphiel. Rafferty, what were your thoughts on this? Please give us your thoughts. Yes. Please, some kind of century. Uh, uh, Before no, one okay. of these clown-asses talk. Okay. Yeah, I just interjected a few times or whatever. So, I okay. mean, pretty much I agree with everything everybody's been saying. All right. Any other specific things you want to bring up? Yeah, so so just to clarify, like, Sylphiel is like a weird character. Because she's one of those characters that tries way too hard to be good and sucks at it really bad. But also, everyone listens to her for some reason. And also, her voice acting is fucking atrocious. Basically, uh, Sylphiel is the daughter of, of a, a big priest dude. Uh, also claims she's going to marry Gowry or some shit like that. And so she's like kind of just sort of not great from the second you meet her. And she only gets worse because she constantly harps on Lena... In particular with things like the Giga Slave, which, yes, has the power to end the world, but also, girl, you got her fucking killed because of that shit. Because at one point, Lena goes to cast the Giga Slave to murder, not Rezo. And then Sylphiel fucking jumps in as she's fucking doing this incredibly hard-to-control spell, going, no, you can't use the Giga Slave! And then Lena goes to protect her and gets fucking shot. And it's it's the worst. She just sucks so bad. And her voice acting is terrible. 
Yes. Uh, which is kind of why oh, but, she stopped but, being a member of the main cast. But, right, but you hate her as a character, but do you think, like, as to motivate the plot, she's a good foil? I mean, they do get rid of her. So uh, she's a good foil to the other characters and, and good for story. Mm-hmm. To be fair, she also serves to teach Lena that, hey, there's more methods than just the Giga Slave. A lot of people have the Giga Slave. I was playing earlier, mm. and somebody had it. I was saying, except she still uses it anyway later on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I Lesson thought learned. I thought that she used it early on, but it actually just was a dragon slave that sounded like she was using the Giga Slave uh, when she was fighting. I forgot what the guy's name uh, in the waterfall, which it was in the chicken episode. Yeah, she used this dragon slave during that uh, that encounter. Yeah, and it blows up the entire area. Yeah, because it's a really powerful spell. Uh -huh. It really is. I still love that it's it's only called Dragon Slave because over the years the name was distorted enough from Slayer, and just turned into Slave. Because I because I when they when we first when I first watched it, I was trying to figure out why they would call it Dragon Slave. It just sounded like a a really doofy Weird name, yeah. doofy yeah, way to name it. If I recall correctly, that that's a joke because in the like original manga, it was called Dragon Slave due to a translation error. <laughs> yeah, that, that that seems like a thing where it's like, oh yeah, we're just gonna call it this, and it's like, oh wait, we translated, literated it into English. Weird. Yeah, uh, and I, that's I, I, why. Oh my bad. I was saying, um, just that's why when I started to notice like how prevalent Lena was because I was playing, you know, old RPGs and somebody did a not dragon slave but a dragon stream, but the voice actor still like did a whole like dragon stream, and I was like, what? Why? What the hell? Why is this everywhere? Yeah, no, it's uh, <laughs> this is actually oh, very very influential but yeah no I, I also i do like the idea of just a giant game of telephone with an incredibly rare spell what i love what i also love is just like they they um they have they have their obvious enemy uh call out attacks um but sometimes lena will do a spell that takes four fucking ever because it's a long list of words just like a it's, it's a whole it's paragraph a big incantation yeah yeah it's great because everybody around her actually reacts to it being happening. It's not like, you know, Sailor Moon, where you know everybody just well, we lets them lets them do it. What we talk uh, about Sailor Moon? It's because well, they're yeah. pretty and they're wonderful, and you can't stop somebody during an attack animation. That's against the rules. No, it's it's actually really good because there's a bunch of fucking times where people just start fucking with her to keep her from doing the spells. Yeah. Or, or they recognize they're in serious fucking danger and just start booking it. <laughs> yeah, true. But I, I appreciate that, you know, that sort of uh, lack of iframes, as it were, that well, they, I, they have. I think that's part of the RPG influence, like the idea that yeah. it, if you were in an RP, action RPG or whatever, it would take this long to cast the spell so people would react to it, which I, which I think it, it is... Yeah, is kind of fun, especially like you'll see a whole bunch of anime after that that won't do that. Mm -hmm. I think it's kind of fun. The before um, and after, really. You kind of every time they did a long incantation, it just reminds me of like any short incantation, like just the comedic ways. And I kind of hope that they do that later in the series if I keep watching it. That Lena will take some shit from Tails and be like, "Well, this is too long of a name. I'm just going to cast it." Explosion. Oh, absolutely. Like, yeah. To be fair. Like, the, the callouts for the moves make sense because they're literally just all spells. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which have a, a vocal part to them. I love spell incantations. I love long, nonsense spell incantations that make no sense. Goofier well, and angrier they are, the better. This anime full of them. Was it in this series where Lena traps an entire house by casting Freeze Arrow repeatedly to cover all the windows? Was that in this one? I don't think so. I don't yeah, that's cool as well. Because it's an incantation, it's hilarious. It's just to cast a spell like 20 or 30 times. So she shouts freeze arrow every single time she does it. And it, it just goes on forever. Okay, so I apologize if that wasn't in this one. It's still hilarious, though, that she does it. That's the other thing. Is like, Lita is very good with using her spells. Like, they're all pretty solid with, with what they do. Even the idiots. Like, even Gowry and Amelia still are savvy enough. 
I mean, oh. Amelia does get her, her punches in. She's just really shitty at things. Like, I, I, the, the, going back to the, the bandit episode uh, with the chicken, uh, she still beats up all of the bandits, just also at the same time beats up uh, Lena and Gowry at the same time. <laughs> also, she's shown to be a very skilled caster and also can pick up on True. things pretty quickly if need be. Yeah. Like, yeah. Sort of light. She only looks bad compared to our heroes. Yeah. Not just that she looks bad. She's a klutz. That's that's really what there is to it. Yeah. And she's I mean, a bit naive. Tina blows up entire cities. Yeah. Yeah, that's but, Yeah, like, like, like Amelia is is naive, not an idiot. Yeah. And I like how the show like really takes the time to show how competent they are. Like um in the last few episodes where Amelia was like, Oh shit, we can just cast this spell a gallery sword because you Zell goddess are also a badass mage and he's like oh shit i forgot you're right we're all competent let's go get this done and for a moment you're like they might actually do this but then you remember it's lena's show but still usually they did, have own flex. they did fuck with him they did they fucked with him and like you usually don't see side characters flex that hard in anime these days it's like they are there just to serve the purpose of showing off the main character but no these three are competent on their own. The prince is competent on his own. Leave Sophia alone. And then Lena is just a whole party in and of, his, of herself. But it's just cool. I really love all the attention all the characters get. I also appreciate that even though Lena is built up to be the ultimate badass mage, aside from her sister, uh, it's mm. it's never leaned on. It's it's She's allowed to be faulty. She's allowed to fail. She's allowed to, you know be a part of the regular cast she never feels mm -hmm. she never feels like she's overpowered despite the fact she's pretty goddamn exactly overpowered. right yeah it's because of like her access to very powerful magic but also she still relies on the others like at the end of the the arc we saw this season this 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 series of episodes where she literally used everyone's help to finally defeat him because everyone played their part and it's also like she can't use shamanist magic, which uh, is what Zilgadis primarily uses, and uh, Amelia to a lesser extent. It's just it's it's nice to see that all the characters get it, their own their own chance to shine, and they never feel like they're being outshone by Lena, despite her being the main character and being the ultra most powerful mage to have ever lived. Mm -hmm. Also, her her sister is a sort of different class. Of, of of being than Lena, because her sister is essentially like kind of like the chosen one. It's weird. Chosen one. Well, she never shows up. That's part of the joke. Yeah, that's part of the joke. Is that Lena is terrified of her, and there are always these allusions to her, but she never shows up. It never actually matters. And that does so much for world building. Just knowing that like Lena's over here doing all this shit, and in the back of your mind, there's always like, but what's Luna doing? Like you I, know, I she's got to be doing some crazy stuff. Uh, and I, I think that goes to the bigger metaphor of the show, which is um, you do the uh, you do right when you need to do right when you see it. It's like Lena is the hero in the right place at the right time. And that's the repeated message. It's like, well, we're here now and these people are in trouble. So let's go help them. It's not you know, like you keep joking about, well, what about Luna? Yes, there are more powerful people than us doing bigger, badder adventures than us. But that th this we're here right now, and this is going on right now, mm -hmm. so that's what we're going to deal with. Exactly, best kind of world building. Really impressive to see in like a show this. Yeah, this era. Which is, especially because anime and well, let's face it, the RPG games will always start to emphasize. No, you're the destined one. Only you always. Can you must do the Campbellian turn down the call to power and then come back and do all of this. For it is written and foretold. Like none of that crap is in here. Exactly. And I love it. It's just a bunch of people fumbling their way through their own lives, and it just so happens that that fumbling happens to serve the greater good. Well, this is kind of... Oh, go ahead. Uh, we'll go back to the characters really quick. Is that, uh, yes, also all the character designs are very unique. You can tell them at a glance and who they are. And it's nice not having your stereotypical black-haired, brown-eyed Asian boy as the main character. <laughs> Here I am, Isakai Johnson. Look Ready at my to... sick bowl cut or my slightly <laughs> spiky hair. Hi. Right, and then even then, you only get, like, Subaru in terms of, like, maybe some emotional depth. Bless that boy's heart. But, uh, yeah, so, like, everyone's, like, bright and colorful. They all have their, like, unique designs, and it's actually very nice. 
everyone's allowed to emote. I always have to emphasize yes. that. Like, mm. like everyone is allowed to strike a pose and do a goofy face. From Sylphie to the Prince to Lena to Rezo, everybody gets their moment. I mean, Zelgadis is the least expressive, but he still does it, and and, so, uh, and they stick to that. He's the least expressive at first, but like as as like even just the season goes on and he gets more used to the cast, he actually sort of sort of like opens up and starts acting, yeah. like, expressing himself more. It's really and it wonderful. also helps when they change voice actors. It does. Uh, yeah, <laughs> quaalude ass motherfucker in the first <laughs> first half of the se season. We can't have two Sylphids in this party. Mm -mm. So I'm glad they changed that up. Well, I don't think it was a conscious choice. This is like, you know, still the Wild West era of anime where it's whoever showed up and is acting under an alias so they don't lose their SAG card. Mm-hmm. And also, there there was Amelia. Everyone forgets that Amelia's voice changed after, like, three episodes. That's because her <laughs> voice was basically competent to begin with, so no one noticed. <laughs> it wasn't like, wow, this voice actor... Could use a little bit more training too. Oh, this actually is competent. Also, sounded. His voice was actually kind of annoying, but I, I actually can't remember what her voice, first voice was. I remember original Rezo's voice, and then when it changed, oh. and he was like, "Here I am." I was like, "Who? Who are you?" Oh shit! <laughs> You're not whispering at me anymore, weird mage. I'm still happy that the first thing I thought, the first, the first thing that hit me when watching the first episode was Brock. Yeah, like that's the first thing that just—I was like, it's the first thing that hits literally everyone. Yeah, it's it's either it's either Brock, Brock or it's recognizing Lisa Ortiz, because she, mm -hmm. she like if you listen to like old uh, like adventure so adventure era like uh, Sonic games, fun. sure, Amelia's voice actress voices Ash or did for a good while. Oh wait, was it Veronica Taylor? Veronica Taylor, yeah, yeah it, it was, was Veronica Taylor. Oh, I didn't even notice. <laughs> Who I just heard, Hot and Fresh and 13 Sentinels, where she did amazing. Amazing. Yeah, no, yeah, the main it's... cast all has, like, pretty well-known, very solid voice actors, at the very least. Except for Sylphil. You really fucking hate Sylphil. If she would stop whispering, awful. then maybe we could say nice things. But until she stops speaking like this, I have nothing good to say. I mean, the, the issue was she couldn't express herself for shit. It was... It was bad. Everything was so wispy. It was wispy, but also like the lacking emotion. Like it so... <laughs> never really get it out. It's like when you watch any like um like Mean Girls style movie, and like somebody's doing something terrible, and the girl that hates her is just like, "Oh no, please don't, don't do that." Like that's that's her. But it speaks to it speaks to how good this anime is is that despite you know some of our criticisms of it it's still something that you you'd want to go back and watch or at least finish the 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 season for sure oh, yeah. i know i i fully personally intend to fucking watch next try revolution and evolution are <laughs> <laughs> me too i fully plan to dive deeper into this yeah not touching the game though yeah, yeah the snus game sucks yeah, not touching it, that. The game was an excuse, and you. I learned. Oh, I know. It was that was a hundred percent. Means it was a means to an end. You had to yeah. summon so that you could shine. Yeah, that I was... learned after playing Magic Knight Rear. Like, I'll stick with Pretty Guardian, Sailor Moon, another story in terms of SNES anime RPGs. Yeah, that's why you played. If you want rare stuff, you play the Saturn game. <laughs> I'm good. Yeah. But yeah, overall, I would say my 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 findings on it are: this is a really good anime. It's definitely worth watching. If anything, to see kind of like a lot of origins of the more common tropes in, in anime nowadays, because uh, this is very clearly a huge inspiration to a lot a lot of anime. Well, I, I have to ask: do they still do this stuff? Yeah, Tales has what? been doing this for like what? Make good anime. Well, I don't know yeah. about that. There's no good anime. <laughs> this is the last good anime to ever be made. If you mean like in terms of like fantasy tropes like this, I would say Namco Bandai has been making bank off of this for the past 25 years now. Yeah, but look, 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 like humorous, goofy anime, like they did a fully coolie reboot. And uh, it was joyless. The I didn't see it. It was really that bad. I mean, I I will I still neither. stand by Konosuba, but yeah, that's the thing. It's like Konosuba's they, good. They. Like, they exist, it's just time moved on. 
Like, I yeah, don't think they make them like this. Usually, if they're going to do something like this, they have, they try and make more fun of certain other tropes. Um, I think I there, there has been this massive deluge of self-insert crap, and it's been fucking miserable. Yeah. It, at least from a outside pers- viewer's perspective, it does seem like there is a lack of just basic fantasy fun kind of things. Usually if they do something like this, it's something like an isekai, which also has its own share of like, they're not edge, but it has its like things that it makes fun so, of. I will tell you now, there are two flavors of fantasy isekai. There is the, everything is in service to the main character and they're great at everything. Or massive weird revenge fantasy that is absolutely disgusting. Yep. Yeah, also, yeah, that's a that's another thing that is that since it does see... I don't know how to finish that thought. I just think Goblin Slayer sucks. Well, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say the closest I could think of is like, like Overlord has some humorous moments in it with the other characters. But Overlord has, um, it's a very modern anime, so it's kind of got the problem where it's got good direction and the characters are, are animated quickly, but it does it, it's out of this squash and stretch uh, era, because Slayers, they're more than happy to get cartoony and contort the characters and make poses. And I think that really fell out of stop, because you don't see that kind of stuff in anime anymore. Uh, so- the characters are, are, are very stiff, and they may bounce or get weird sound effects in the background, or maybe flail very quickly but they don't do any of this distorting anymore i would say something like i think torpid had it right with konosuba in terms of that konosuba does have well the thing i would say about konosuba is that basically konosuba is the slayers if it also had like like teen humor haha steals panties jokes in it Mm -hmm. yeah um Like, if it was just taking a look at the fantasy things, it, Konosuba would be at 100%. Uh, but it also makes... It 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 has the... It's also so, trying to tr- ape on the, like, hot... Like, there's too many sex jokes in Konosuba for it to be <laughs> like this. There you go. Yeah, and I would argue Konosuba's thing is that everyone is fucking awful. All of them. That that part of Konosuba. That is the contrast to this, I I would Mm. argue, is that all these characters are good-ish people. True. In terms of animation, though, and, like, just distorting characters, I would say they... I feel like they do that a decent amount in Konosuba animation I've seen it in a number of shows, but it also depends upon largely the kind of show it is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Also, the... Yeah, like, the the budget kind of depends. Like, there is a different type of low-budget now, from what I've seen of modern stuff. True. Like, yeah, there's, I, like... I remember it, watching Rock Lee and his ninja friends and the joke being about the budget half the time. I was say, the infamous cabbage in that one anime where it was in the... was it the TV one where it was literally just a green sphere? <laughs> and in the DVD, it was actually, like, drawn to be look like a head of cabbage? Mm. Something like that. Yeah, well, no, low-budget anime exists forever. Also, one one complaint I have about this is fuck TV Tokyo. Like, <laughs> yeah, it, I feel like towards the end of the series is that we the animation errors started to get a lot more apparent. Yeah, I mean, the audio like, once cut again, out. The the light in Gowrie's sword fleeing it. So the audio thing was an issue of more than recording. Yeah, that, the, the Gowrie's light thing was a that was a whole problem. that was an issue. Yeah, that that you you can that is not a mastering issue. That is a they screwed up. And it comes in at such a crucial moment where you're like glued to the yeah, screen. It's a big dramatic <laughs> moment. You're like, oh shit, sudden... he's about to swing his sword. Wait, what's happening? Yeah, that 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 light that light source is leaving the lines. No, I need you to stay. You're about to do something. The light cool. go forth. <laughs> I didn't know that's how the sword of justice functioned. I also like that throughout the series, Lena's trying to get the sword. Yeah. Repeatedly, and then she gets every her time and, she tries and, to con Gary out of it. And, and then she got the soul caliber. And she's like, goes, I don't need this sword anymore. Even goes so, so far as to try to gaslight him by telling him that he definitely promised her the sword, even though he yeah. absolutely did not. I love when he, when he threw the sword and she was like, what's this for? Are you giving 
no oh why get this out of my Look, face she she has a love for rare and powerful objects i i can respect that i can respect that too but also, yeah, no, she just kind of gave up the bless blade. She just fucking stabbed not Reza with it and left it in the tree. <laughs> well, sword doesn't literally emit light. I'll just keep trying to get To be fair, that thing looked like it was incredibly bulky and, like, cumbersome. Yeah, she was like a giant slab of metal, yeah. She wasn't about to carry that around. She should have, like, 2 beat it and just, like, cast Levitate and let it flip behind her. Yeah. Work smarter, not harder. Pretty much. At this point, does anyone have anything else to say? Because I think we've kind of run the course. <laughs> I mean, you thought, we were, you thought we were only going to have like five minutes worth of content. I never, I need to stop saying that. <laughs> <laughs> the only last thing I would have to say to anybody is honestly, I would say go back and watch Slayers. Like, if you want, if you're looking for an end to anime, if you want to just look back to see like why people liked anime back in the day or really what like grabbed like grasp them and got them into it go back and watch layers and you'll understand yeah like yeah. everyone knows like sailor moon and the like but mm, sailor moon dragon ball just to be less talked about i feel like slayers no, go ahead raffer i was gonna say like definitely second it like if you were like this slayers is when people were talking about anime club and what they were watching in the 90s and the weird crazy imports because i watched this like imported before it was even like you know subbed or dubbed and it was like, it, when people were talking about that old school, this is what they're talking about. This is the goofy tropes, the someone says something and somebody face plants, the characters doing over the top. It, it, it's rendered both relatively realistically, because they're not cartoony like a Steven Universe, but they're also like still exaggerated. So it's, it's in that weird middle ground that anime uh, used to be in. And if you want to see what the, the cream of the old school uh, anime and, and what people are talking about. Slayers is definitely it. It's accessible. It's fun. It's a minimum of the problematic. Uh, it's aged reasonably well. Go see it. I mean, we talk about a lot of different anime being like good starting points, Cowboy Bebop uh, and Sailor Moon, things like that. I think Slayers is a lot more accessible as a starter anime than any than any of the other anime I've seen, personally. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. I've I think this is a really great point to kind of like if someone were to ask me, you know, what's what's anime, I would show them to this first. And I actually like like Cowboy Bebop a lot more, but this is definitely something that I, I would introduce somebody to because it doesn't have any of the problems that you find in a lot of modern anime. It doesn't have anything creepy. It doesn't have anything like super weird. It's just it's it's dopey. It's fun, and uh, you know. In, in spite of some of its uh, shortcomings, it still comes off as a really good anime. I, oh, I, I want to emphasize it's brisk. Even though there there is a, a, a story arc that goes through the whole thing, this isn't like as exhausting as like you tune into Dragon Ball and it's like, oh my god, are they still doing this tournament arc? Or, oh my god, have they still not found Majin Buu yet? It, or, or One Piece, which I know a lot of people love One Piece, but One Piece is just... It's so long and just so exhausting. You can watch Slayers, and there are they do, they have a lot of bottle episodes, and even then, it's pretty short. So, so it's accessible. Yeah. You can just enjoy. E it. Like even arc ends are like two, maybe three episodes at most. But uh, yeah, no, 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 no. I I will say also uh, just to compare, like mm. Cowboy Bebop generally trends towards the heavy, whereas this is usually pretty yeah. lighthearted. Yeah, that's true. The so like no, your audience, but also yeah. The, the comparison that I was thinking of, just kind of looking, because I had the media delta list up, um, it's kind of like if you want to get someone into action movies, you wouldn't start them with Heat. Because Heat's a very, very good Heat action movie. Heat. But start them off with something like Die Hard, which is a lot, it's a lot more condensed. It's a lot easier to watch. And then it's like, okay, if you like this kind of movie, then move on to like more, or like, Starting off with something like, oh, I don't know, The Raid, or something that's like really like a lot more um, like, I don't want to say oh, like auteur, but like more uh, higher brow, I guess, for lack of a better term. Well, I'm emphasizing like accessibility, like a lot of these yeah. anime, like as much as, as we love Record of Lotus War, Record of Lotus War... Uh, opens with an introduction to a gazillion characters, and then pretty much every episode is building up that there's going to be a big giant war thing near the end. 
Whereas, you know, Slayers, like, introduces the characters over time and, like, we keep saying, like, bottle episodes. It doesn't feel as exhausting or as daunting. So I wouldn't necessarily say highbrow so much as in, like, it's designed to be accessible is the word I keep using. You can get in and get out. Yeah, one hundred percent, I agree. Yeah. Okay. At this point, <laughs> does anyone have anything else they want to add? No, it's great. Go watch it. Okay. Lolo is a huge nerd. Okay, I'm good. <laughs> we that doesn't. You don't need to say that. That's already given. Um, he is uh, the Lolo. His contact is the. Okay. Uh, now it just comes uh, down to where that we put this file. Yeah, because we got to rank this, so we are going to rank this oh, no. using our oh, no. one to twenty-one scale. Um, We're going to use the one to twenty-one scale. One is absolute Masscraft can't be really. It has very few things that could make it better, or is like the best of a genre. The twenty-one being absolute garbage, not even like ironically fun to watch. So, Axe, where would you put this on the one twenty-one scale? I'm agonizing over this because honestly, I like this more than Vampire Hunter D, and I could not argue putting it on the, the same line as Redline. Uh, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go for the gold and say two. See, this is the this is the thing that I'm curious about. <laughs> Donut. This is where it fucking falls apart, folks. Oh goodness. Oh, where I want to rank this? What'd you rank it, X? I I went with two. Two. Ah, well, that's pretty much what I was going to give it. I was going to give it a two. All right, Rafferty. Man, um, uh, I I can't give it a one because there are like production problems, like the voice actors changing and the quality of the transfer. You know, this isn't getting the Dragon Ball Kai treatment. They're not, you know, jazzing it up. And I was thinking, no, I gotta put it at two because I would have to say, like, I want everybody to see this. I think this is underappreciated. I stand by what I said last week, which is we should have had this instead of Escaflone. All right, yes. Torpo. Oh boy, I feel weird because I was gonna say a three. Okay, we're, we're, we are not getting a Yahtzee. Is essentially what I'm... I was. I was like, I would put it next to Dirty Pair. So like, fucking a. Yeah. Uh. So I I was also thinking too. Um, Motherfucker! <laughs> the cheese stays alone, bitch. Why uh, am I the weird one? Uh, At uh, least it was uh, close. Okay, okay. I, I should. Where it hasn't even been close. Okay, I would at least I was thinking somewhere like in the top three because really like. It's kind of the thing that's like the Adams family, where like this. I mean, obviously this one we had some issues, but it's like I really can't say anything bad about it. Like I didn't have anything that I could like concretely say I don't like because even like we mentioned Sylphie like a, a lot, but even then it's like that's just part of it, and it's like okay, even though this character is complete garbage, it doesn't really ruin the experience that much because it's just part of the ride. Like, it's part of the reason why I like this. Like, I we got mentioned before, this feels to me like a TurboGrafx CD game uh, put into animation. Like, the ones that are, like, like, the ones that are, like, actually surprisingly good. Like, East 4. It's, like, yep. really good for, like, something that is, like, on a platform that's generally considered not great. But it and it's, like, weird cheesiness is actually part of the charm. Like, this is really good. <laughs> Um, it's a relic, and it's really. Did really Did you bring up Popful Mail last week? I believe we did, but yes, because Popful Mail would be the yes. thing I compare it to. I would I, I would say this is better than Popful Mail because uh, this wasn't done by working designs. This has <laughs> this a lot less. It doesn't casually drop a slur. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. It doesn't drop a certain able slur a lot. Well, like three times, but still, that's, that's three too many. That's three too many, but. Um, yeah, it's it's just really good. Like, and even like we mentioned, like the even the problem, like the quote unquote problematic stuff in this is it's relatively tame. And if, as as far as when we say problematic, we don't mean problematic as in slurs, but just no production issues and things like that. It's tame. also like slightly questionable decisions. But like, yeah, the, yeah. the only yeah. thing that I think it's like like Lena being slightly like. She's young. It, the, She's fifteen. It, it, there was there was no reason to draw the the, the outline on the nipples. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Scene. Yeah, yeah, was scene those nipples? It's when she was on the ground after getting <laughs> murdered. There were just like very detailed nips in her fucking Like, why are your dead nipples so hard, girl? Is it cold? This is too much. See, yeah, that was the, the weird direction. I, thank you for reminding me of that. But I mean, like, like this isn't as problematic as Dragon Ball. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, even that. No. It's like, that's just, it's just weird. It's not like, it's, oh, like, okay, I guess you're just going to draw that. And like, not, you're not going to like, gloss over that's something that you're watching I was like huh i guess that's there it's even less problematic than sailor moon because they didn't age up her boyfriend for no fucking reason ah yes cousins or you know that's with clover studio we gotta blame them for that but i just don't understand why the original version of you know the sailor moon anime why is why is her boyfriend like 18 he wasn't that old in the manga, I mean, he was like maybe I, a year older than her. I just love the cousins thing because it actually makes it cousins. infinitely worse. <laughs> so much worse. You could have said the, they were roommates. They come from the Edgar Allan Poe universe. It's okay. Oh, okay, okay. Or how about how totally how fine. they made that nice gay evil man in season one a lady because they didn't want him being gay for children in America? Was the, the gays are the gays are uh, the. Uh, they're dangerous. You got to be careful of the gays. Yeah, I mean, Sailor Moon is pretty notorious for its evil gays. I think we're also putting... got its gay heroes. So, I think we're putting it this at two. <laughs> you know, it's always weird to me knowing that the Sailor Moon lady is married to the dude who did Yu Yu Hakusho and Hunter Hunter. Right? Can you imagine how much money? But... By the way. Yep. Uh, we're number two. We're just gonna put this at two. <laughs> we're not. Yeah. I'm not gonna done. fight it too. <laughs> um. Whatever. And again, like you're only you're only off by like one. How yeah, no, no, like, where we've been way the fuck off. Yeah, no, yeah. like in my opinion, I saw is like ah, Slayers is like on par with Dirty Pair, sure. Yeah, like they like yeah. Um, oh, I'm gonna fill that out later. Uh, this was a TV show. Like, I got no complaints of the two. Uh, this is fantasy. I, it's it's no Tron. We're gonna get Forever to that. Bearing the <laughs> Give two weeks. We're gonna get to that. <laughs> Sitting pretty at number seven. Yeah. Okay. Where? Where's right, the? Where's the? Where's the, the trash? Where's the elf ears guy? Okay. Where are you? There you are. Okay. All right. Uh, oh, that's what that's supposed to be. Yeah. Okay. Look, when you when you have when you're using letters and characters, you kind of you don't have a whole lot to work with. What a fucked up looking bird. <laughs> Ovo. Yeah. Ovo. Ovo. What's this? What's this? Flashing lights, though. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of flashing lights. Oh, yeah. Millions of flashing lights. Oh, let's see. Is there anything? Uh, it, the, the, the intro actually gives me slight headaches. It's certainly Somebody's... not as bad as Cyberpunk 2077, but oh, still God. Hey. Yeah, that's wow! Way to go for the low-hanging fruit. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Just grab it right there. Right for the Way to date the episode. We we, we, we mentioned the Yu Yu Hakusho live-action thing. We've just we've already we did. We've already did. It's it. true, but nobody reacted to me saying that. Yeah. I don't have a reaction to that. That's the yeah, thing. I reacted in my heart. I just remember my favorite thing about Yu Yu Hakusho is taking a look and I saw the guy with the red hair swinging a sword. I'm like, oh, is this an East anime? And, and, and then I found there was an East anime. And then, and there like, is. Oh god. Yes. God, I also kind of just want to watch a Dirty Pair now. Fuck. I mean, Dirty Pair is just really good. Anyway, it's is there any? Anime? Are we, did, did we review the East anime? A long, a while, long time ago. But yes. Oh, okay. Fucking um, ages ago. It was one of the first ones. Yeah. All right. Is oh there, yeah, there it is. East and East two. Is there anything we want to call out for music, charm, cinematography, charm, storytelling, definitely. action, charm. and? Art. I would say charm and storytelling, personally. Yeah, charm and yeah, storytelling. Sure. Um, I think Super the music's stylish. also really... Like, those are the opening... The, and... the intro and ending are really good, but the actual music in this show is... I don't like... remember it. Yeah, yeah. pretty thorough way. I still think that the... the no, I, I like the music, but this, this is definitely, like, generic, like, music. You would not recognize this from any anime. But just, once again, though, the intro and ending, oof, so good. Especially the ending. I really like the ending. Chef kiss. Yes. I um, like that the voice actress sings the sings the intro. Yeah, yep. yeah. Uh, Megumi Hayashi sings the intro. I think I, I, think yeah, I screwed yeah. up that uh, last Lena, name. Lena's voice actress sings the, the intro. Not the ending, but she does sing the, the opening. Uh, action, do we want to give anything? Like, I don't think there was any particularly, like, great fights. No, the action it's, it's a lot of... Really all that. 
nothing I would shout it, out. It, it's yeah. a lot of speed lines and people being stuck next to each other. Uh, <laughs> explosions happen and stuff. The explosions that, are fun, but I hesitate to call those action because they're usually the ending, not the beginning. Yeah. That being said, do we want to give a thumbs down to the art? No. No. Okay. No, no. No, no, the actual problems. character designs in, in Oh, yeah, in that case. Really good. I, 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 I would give fight it a thumbs you. up. Well, what about the cinema... Because I was thinking of, like, the low-quality animation. Would that be more of a cinematography thing? I was going to say that would be more like uh, like cinematography or action. Either would work for me. But and and really. I, don't, I don't even think it's a thumbs-down thing. Because I, I, they're working on a shoestring budget here, but there, there's it's, nothing in here that, like, you point at no, and go yeah, that it, it's, it's generally pretty solid. It's just... Especially near the end, we got some weird issues, but overall it was fine. Yeah. And, like it's and, not like it was errors constantly or anything. And as we pointed out, you know, it's these these little issues here and there, they add to the charm of the show. It, at no point do, do any of the, the problems feel like takeaways. Like again, going back to Pirates of Darkwater, uh a lot of the animation problems really took away from the enjoyment because uh, I remember after this the, the six arc, the six episode arc we we all kind of were like, yeah, this isn't that great yeah, because, no, no, because of the animation issues. Literally the only reason, the only ones we met, like I, I at least saw, were like two of them at the end, and it's only because they were so egregious, but like I never noticed or even cared to notice previously. Right. Yeah. So I, I, I think it's fine. They, they yeah. did what they could with what they had, which wasn't much. Yeah. I think in that case, then we can leave the rest kind of blank. Uh, yeas or nays? Uh, just yeah, playing cool fucking... for I was thinking. Well, do we want? Not to... really. Yeah, yeah. I want to say length. I think that, yep. that the pacing in this is fucking fantastic. The twenty-six episode format really made is the twenty-six episodes. The fact that it's only twenty-six episodes is something I do feel okay. help it. So that you do have a charm for artistry, which is taste the budget, which I could actually almost agree with, but. Fucking crushing my nuts, Lolo. Yeah, I, I definitely think the length. Um, I mean, I would also put. Man, I want to say like either time capsule or like like if you Ooh, wanted to understand. Recording. Hello. <laughs> are we are we having problems? Yes. <laughs> don't don't draw attention to it. Just don't talk about it. Ah, so, Rexford. I'm using uh, backup. <laughs> Uh, so, I mean, I, I, would, I would just suggest that, like, if you were wanting to see what anime was or, or the history of anime, Slayers, I think, is, like, obligatory. Like, do you have something that, that's, like, th if you want to know what anime is or canon or whatever, you should see this? Yeah, like, a I, Cowboy I feel Bebop. like there should be a charm for, like, influential. Yeah, do we have a milestone or something like that? Or no I think we, we do. We do. I, hmm. Do you not like, we have among yeah, the yeah. best in for the charms, but... Oh, historic moment, yeah. Lightbulb yeah. was the, was uh, in, unique ideas, but not very yeah. well executed. Yeah, I, we have a we have one in for the charm. The A's that was a uh, oh, yeah, it's, it's historic, metal, isn't it? Yeah, metal historic moment, which I feel. Okay, yeah, I I would do that because um, this is one of those things like I joke like Citizen Kane, where you watch it and you go, I don't want to see what all the hype was about, but it's like no, no, everyone's ripping this off. So that's the thing, like, I, I thought, so that's actually one of the nice things about this, is, like, people were still enjoying it, even with, like, the Seinfeld effect in full effect. Yeah. And unlike Citizen Kane, this is actually fun to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Hate Citizen Kane. So it, it says a lot that even with its age and how influential it was and how much things have ripped on it, that it's still actually just fun and to it, watch. It, and it doesn't suffer from the Seinfeld effect. It still feels like a fresh yeah. and original idea. Yeah. At least it felt that way to me. It it helps the fact that there's not really a whole lot of individual moments in the show. It's not like The Matrix where you have something like it's trying to mimic like those bullet time effects. There's a lot of things that this show influenced, but in very it's a lot more subtle ways. So you have things that like are influenced by the Slayers, but they're not super like okay, you're ripping this shot off from The Matrix. You're not doing like the slow dive, or like you're not so like redoing how like saving private ryan did the d-day scene uh, a thing i will say is part of what helped the age is that the things that it makes fun of and sort of rips on when it does people are still fucking doing and have never stopped doing so like it, it's aged well because people are making the same like tropes mistakes whatever you want to call it 
and so it helps the humor age actually a lot better otherwise than it would otherwise. And when I talk about um, the heart this has, and a lot of anime, especially ones that are too many episodes for their budget, they'll have the money episodes where they obviously put money into like the fight scenes and that kind of stuff. And then the cheaper episodes where they're saving money, the flashback episodes, the talkie episodes, the B and C string studio episodes. And that still happened with Slayers, but they didn't, you don't notice it as much because they didn't slack off. They they kept a very good pace. It they kept a pretty consistent spread, direction. Yeah. yeah. So so you're you're not seeing those kinds of tricks. Like the biggest abuser I can always think of is is uh, dot hack sign <sighs> where you can like feel <sighs> the lack of money on screen or the laziness on screen. And there's a lot of other anime that are like that. There's none of those slow dolly shots of people talking or their mouths on screen where they dump a lot of lore. That never happens. This is always a joy to experience. I just like that. Even when they're expositing, things are always happening. I'm just so happy that Lolo expected this to be an extremely short episode. We've gone on for famous a hour. last goddamn words. It's been a fucking hour. Great job, it's been Lolo. like an hour and a half. It yeah. really has. And I'm especially Actually, it's only we've kept up the tradition of going way longer on the fucking Actually, rank. it's only been an hour and ten minutes. It's yeah, still okay. still way longer than yeah, I was Yeah, it's it's longer than I was expecting it to be. But no Regardless this, though, I think I think we're pretty set at this point. Yeah. Unless anyone We're have. kinda of spinning our wheels talking about how good it is. Yes. Go go watch the Slayers. Um uh, and, and honestly, once again, I need to say this. Like, in my opinion, it only gets better. That is true. So with that, um, okay, uh, yeah, that's that's the Slayers. Uh, it's a very good show. So with that, uh, before we go, is there anything, uh, Axel, you want to plug? Nope. Uh, Donut, is there anything you want to plug? Just myself. Hi, I'm Donut Secret. You can follow me on Twitter, Donut underscore Secret, where you can check out links for uh, streams and podcasts. All right, uh, Rafferty. Well, I work for SanguineGames.com, and people know that we were highly inspired when we made our Iron Claw product. So if you like tabletop games and you like silly stuff, check it out. Torpo. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Torpotypist, not Torpotypist on Twitter. Uh, and I would like to plug the gaping hole left in my town by a dragon slave. Great. Okay. So with that, um, next week we are wrapping up our look at holiday themed stuff. We're doing some going to do something a little interesting because the next thing we're going to watch is actually rel- relatively show- it's short. So we're sure. actually we're going to actually do a live viewing of our next thing that we're taking a look at. Uh, which is the special Christmas episode of Adventure of Sonic the Hedgehog, Sonic Christmas Blast. It'll be a fucking nightmare. Yeah. So look forward to that. Uh, anyway, that's going to do it. So thank you all for listening. Bye. Bye. Have a wonderful time. If you would like to look at the full list of rankings for yourself, please visit r3.ldp.life and go to the Media Delta List tab. If you would like to watch Media Delta's sister show, Retro Rank Rhapsody, you can either watch at youtube.ldp.life or by tuning into twitch.tv slash lodopuzzlo at 7.30 p.m. on Fridays, 2.30 p.m. on Saturdays, and 1 p.m. on Sundays. All those times are from the Eastern U.S. time zone. If you would like to discuss this episode with the community, you can do so by joining our Discord server, which you can do so by going to discord.ldp.life. Thank you again for listening, and I hope you tune in for our next episode.